Welcome to Your Career Podcast, the podcast that helps to ensure your career success. To start getting on track with your career, download my free career goals calendar from thecareersacademy.online. My goals calendar includes a smart goals template and a weekly tasks sheet that will ensure step-by-step you get closer to reaching your career goals. So download my goals calendar today at thecareersacademy.online. Now on with the show. Welcome to episode 216 of Your Career Podcast. Phil Stresser has dedicated his life to perfecting the art of cooking meat. He is known as the Meat Guy and is the author of Your Meat Mate. Featured on the morning show on Channel 7 twice with his demonstration on how to cook sirloin steak and skirt steak, Phil certainly knows a thing or two about meat. To watch those videos and also to hear the sizzle of the steaks, click on the links in the show notes and you'll be able to find out exactly how you can cook your steaks to perfection. Now, there is nothing Phil does not know about meat, from identifying the different cuts of meat to choosing the best cut for different occasions and cooking each cut to perfection. Phil also creates mouth-watering marinades, sauces and dressings to complement his meals. As Phil says, sauces make the meals, dressings make the salads. This is the first time I have the honour of having a chef on your career podcast, and I'm delighted to share with you Phil Strasser's interview about his culinary journey and what fuels his passion for cooking. In this interview, enjoy listening to the joys and challenges of working in a commercial kitchen, being a home chef, and running your own food business, but not all at the same time. Of course, that might be a little too much for anybody, yes? Now, we also chat about different recipes, and I have to say our conversation will get your mouth watering. I first met Phil over 10 years ago when he came to me initially as a client to help grow his food business. Now, fast forward 10 years on, and as you know, COVID hit the industry hard, and we reconnected as it was time for him to leverage his reputation as the meat guy into a new role. And now, having made a successful career transition, Phil is the creator of the delicious pies at Craig Cook the natural butcher, and he continues to creatively tantalize our taste buds with his culinary treats. Now let's welcome Phil to the show. Hi, Jane. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. (laughs) I've been looking forward to interviewing you, Phil, because I've known you for a little while now, and I wanted to, to get you on this podcast for a long time to talk about your career journey, because I haven't had a chef on the show before. So how yeah. about, just to kick us off, um, tell me about your early career aspirations when you were a little boy. Yes. Well, I developed an interest in cooking when I was cooking with my mum and my grandmother. We spent a lot of time in the kitchen. It was a lot more than food. It was conversation. It was just a connection with my mum and my grandmother, but it did centre around food. And I had such a positive vibe from it that I developed an interest in cooking. Mm. So I 
when I when I cook, it just reminds me of my mum and my grandmother. Yeah. You know, yeah. actually, that's that's interesting that you say that because so often the things that we like, you know, and, mm. and the things that tend to appeal to us, it's that feeling, isn't it? Mm. Story about um, someone who uh, started their own business and it was baking a bit was a pie business, and right. they were baking pies um, and thinking that they wanted a business, and it was all about selling the pies. But no, it wasn't. This person wanted the business because the pies reminded her of when she was growing up. So, right. yeah. oh, being a chef, it's that warm, wonderful feeling of you know being with your mum and your family. Exactly. That that's a real, that's a huge thrill or a reward for me to see people enjoy the meal. To it's of course it's work beforehand, but when they sit down and eat, it's a wonderful feeling knowing you've uh, hopefully they've enjoyed the evening. So I have so many friends who are foodies and they love really good food. And for those who can see the video, they can see that that fills in his chef's whites and it says your meat mate, what you specialize in. But with mm. regard to your career journey, so you knew you loved food and cooking from mm. a young age. So how mm. did you get to where you are today? Throughout my cooking journey, as I was cooking meat, I developed an interest in how meat works. It's quite a science to cook meat and to to start it from its raw state to its finished state. There's techniques and there's skill and some knowledge involved. And if we get that right and you get good at it, it's 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 a really rewarding feeling before you cut into that meat, mm-hmm. <laughs> whether your steaks or you. Was there a bit of a journey before you got to? where you are now i guess it goes back to my mum and my grandmother we ate a lot of red meat at home Mm. um my grandmother cooked such wonderful steaks so i developed a a real interest in steaks i had a real positive experience with meat throughout my upbringing so what was your first role as a chef in the 80s i was helping the other chefs because i was in my training period it was quite comfortable because I had someone, always people to fall back on. <laughs> I learned a lot with skills and techniques. But in a, in a commercial environment, I learned a lot as well because in a commercial cookery, it's very different from cooking at home. Mm-hmm. It's, um, there's deadlines to meet, there's, there's systems in place, and it's a lot happening. It's exciting if all goes well. There's a lot of adrenaline in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and that can be... Yeah, and that can be a really positive. That's a great experience if all goes well. Yeah, you know, I watch yeah. I watch those TV shows as so many of us do. You know, like Gordon yeah. Ramsay and and Hell's Kitchen and all of those sorts yeah. of things. And it seems so stressful to me when I when I watch yeah. those shows because it's uh, people who are running uh, restaurants and things mm. are going wrong. You know, in in the kitchen mm. and everyone's running around and tempers are flaring. And I I always wonder, you know, how how realistic is that? I mean, it must be really quite stressful or very excitingly stressful within a commercial mm. kitchen. When we're falling behind, that can be very, that can be horrible. But somehow the, it all sorts itself out at the end. We know it's going to come to an end and somehow it sorts itself out. And as <laughs> long as falling, everybody gets their meals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're happy with the taste at the end of the day, then that's good. Exactly. Um, and, I, and I know that, um, you know, from working within a commercial kitchen, uh, you made some transitions and then you started mm. your own business and mm. you were making some amazing sauces and marinades. Oh, thank you. Yes. So, so tell yeah. me a little bit about that. How did that come about? Yeah. In the 90s, I had takeaway food shops. So I veered away from commercial restaurant kitchens and I, I had takeaway salad bars. And so we served a variety of salads 
and when we sold our last shop in North Sydney, I developed an interest. Uh, look, what I thought was creating terrific salads was all had a lot to do with the sauce, had a lot to do with the dressing, as with all other meals, uh, you know, sauces. Sauces really make the meal. Dressings make the salads. So I thought I'd love to create my own range of sauces and salad dressings and marinades because I know they, they make a huge difference to a meal, to a salad. A meal can be ordinary but can be made extraordinary with that liquid. That If that liquid's done right, I really wanted to develop a range. I know that could, could really enhance what could otherwise be an ordinary meal. It could make a meal terrific. So what's the yeah. range of the sauces that you created? I had uh, some salad dressings. I had some Moroccan-style dressings, poppy seed dressing. I'm re- reintroducing in my new job the sauces that I made, the barbecue sauces, Creole smoky barbecue, Shamula smoky barbecue, and an ordinary smoky barbecue, but it's got a bit of a bite to it. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to introduce another one, the Chipotle smoky barbecue. Oh, yum. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> and you yeah, can actually use those marinades on everything, vegetables, yeah. fish. Yes. Uh, yeah. Chicken, meats, everything. Oh, how lovely. Exactly, exactly. And so you're quite creative. Oh, I love to be creative. I love to experiment and trial and test it, test it for its flavour, for its texture. The texture is just as important as the flavour because if the texture is not right, it will, will not sit on the food well <laughs> and it has to cook, cook with the food. Yeah. 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 You no, know, I was wondering, so, so when you, you create your own sources and you have to have them manufactured, created in, in bulk because you have to, yeah. have to be able to supply all of the, the businesses that order from you, how do you handle mm. that? If the volume is very big beyond my capacity, I, I'll take it to a contract manufacturer. Mm-hmm. So they, they have a kitchen perfectly set up, the, the temperature and the humidity are all set up and they follow it with my formulations or the recipes and they multiply it by how, however many, and they go ahead and produce, and it's all automated. So they're quite quick at it. Mm. Yeah. And so, are your are your recipes secret? First, I thought they must be secret, and then over the years, I think, nah. I'm sure if I said I did this particular sauce, people can do that anyway. So, my sauce, it's not so much a secret. Oh, that's nice yeah. that you share it because yeah. the thing is, is that most of us get a little bit lazy as well. We think, oh, I can't mm. be bothered. You know, if we can just buy mm. Phil's sauce, we'll yeah. just buy it and um, yeah. use that instead of having to faff about getting lots of different ingredients. So that's yeah. one aspect of your of yes, work could. and and your uh, previous business as well. But then yeah. you became, as we mentioned earlier, the the meat guy. Yes. Um, you're known as the meat guy, and yeah. I have in my hot little hands your book, The Meat Mate, which is Thank you, Jane. And um, within this book, it's so educational. Um, You Mm -hmm. really teach people about beef and lamb and pork and and everything, Mm -hmm. you know, all the different cuts. And the recipes in here are quite amazing. And with us living in Australia, uh, Australians are, you know, they're barbecue crazy, aren't they? And and they're known for their incredible uh, barbecue finesse and techniques. And so this book, especially for Aussies, and I I would think in America uh, also, because, you know, they like to, to have their barbecues as well, it would be so valuable. And, you know, I'd bought five copies over Christmas. I know. Gave, Thank, gave you, <laughs> Thank well, you, Only because it's so good. And yeah. I really, you know, I, I love, you know, the cover design and the way that it's all put together is lovely. And some nice yeah. pictures of you too. There you go. That's me. Yeah. Um, in your chef's outfit too um, that yeah. I'm showing on the video. So tell us a little bit about, now, why did you decide to write this book? 
Well, I, I teach a couple of times a term. I t- so I teach meat. I teach seafood as well. But I, but um, from the from my teachings, receiving a good response to the extent that I thought, well, if the content is worthy, I should put in a nutshell. I thought I will put it in a book. So I wrote what I what I teach during the day and I put it all in the book and I added recipes to it. Mm. Um, you, you know what I really like in this book is that it's not just a recipe book. It's got all this detail as well and all the herbs yeah, yeah. and spices that, that yeah. you can use and dry roasting spices and fresh herbs and how to use a, yeah. a mortar and pestle, um, yeah. grinding herbs. You know, that I mean, all of this is so valuable because it's not just mm. to do with meat, it's to do with everything else as well. Yeah, everything. Um, everything yeah, yeah, yeah. And even yeah. what to do when you go to a butcher's and what to ask for, mm. raising and, and everything. So so yeah. how did you get so knowledgeable? I learned at TAFE. <laughs> that was part of my qualifications. I, I read a lot and got I wanted to really understand how meat works, whether it's a whether we're roasting, grilling, pan frying or braising, or, or regardless of the cut how do we get the best outcome per meat? And that's when I came to the conclusion that meat really is divided into two, tough cuts and tender cuts, and they're both fantastic. Tough cuts are terrific. I know it doesn't sound terrific. They're tough, they're they're cheap, tough and challenging, but in my opinion they can many times outrun the tender cuts. Mm. Uh, They Once they're done, if they're done properly, you you end up with a fantastic outcome. They're naturally flavorful and they're incredibly tender and you've extracted gelatin from the meat and into the sauce, then you can end up with a terrific outcome. The meat's tender, it's got a lot of character because you've got gelatin as part of your meal and it's, it's a great result. So you can get terrific results from your tough cuts. Mm. I remember yeah. when I was growing up in Hong Kong, one of the my favourite dishes was beef brisket with noodles. Yeah, and brisket oh, is a yeah. very tough cut, isn't it? It was very, very tender and very flavoursome. So I think even those tough yeah. cuts, if you slow cook them, then then it's still very They're nice. beautiful. Yeah. Mm. yeah, brisket is a perfect example. It is incredibly tough, mm. rock hard. Yeah. <laughs> but if we cook it long and slow in the oven. Mm-hmm. Um, in the, with the right liquids, then it breaks down beautifully and end up with really, really nice and tender. And mm-hmm. the book explains mm-hmm. why that happens. And the book explains how you can get get a really terrific outcome. I've got some tips and techniques in there to get a, a really terrific braising outcome. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. you tell us about braising and roasting and pan frying and, 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 and grilling briefly. Um, you know, or yeah. whatever it is, but obviously the the technique that you use will depend on the the cut of meat that you have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Certain cuts are suitable for certain cookery methods. The tough cuts are great for slow roasting. Some of the tough cuts are good for slow roasting. They're all great for braising, mm-hmm. and the tender cuts are good for roasting and cut the steaks, grilling and pan frying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when it comes to, you know, serving a meal, um, mm-hmm. with the, say the condiments and the vegetables and how you might cook the vegetables to go with, you know, a certain mm. uh, main ingredient of your meal, mm. what, what, what are the vegetables that you think really sting when they, they sit on a plate? Um, yeah, the most common, well, uh, colour, Colour is a big consideration, <laughs> let alone the vegetable, but mm-hmm. potatoes go. Um, 
greens, uh, uh, mushrooms, they go. Uh, when plating, when putting meat with vegetables, I know, uh, we're, we're trained to think think of a variety of cookery methods as well on the one plate. I mean, more than one cookery method. For example, we, if we've got a steak, so we pan-fried or grilled it, then perhaps we can add a boiled or, black, or steamed accompaniment such as the greens. So greens are terrific because greens should be cooked quickly, whether steamed or boiled. So that's what that's a reason why that makes a great accompaniment. Plus there's a lot of nutrients in a green vegetable. Mm. I have especially. to admit I love I love vegetables, I love fruit, yeah. and I have an awful yeah. lot of that. And but it is very nice to have a a steak every once in a while. Um, yes. or else um, like like a, a lovely beef bourguignon, which which I, yeah. I, I find is is really rich and warming, especially when it's very yeah. cold too. Now now yeah. your your career yeah. journey from you know dreaming about becoming a cook and a chef and then mm. you know running your own business, making your own mm. sauces, supplying to you know many many outlets in in sydney um you've now made another career transition haven't you tell us a little bit about mm. that yeah i'm excited i start on monday with mm. craig cook butchery mm. uh, as their chef it's a chain of butcher shops and i'll be responsible for their pies and their stocks and sauces and eventually ready-made meals uh, so it's what i love to do it's it's all about meat, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm I'm looking forward to being part of their team. Yeah, so, how wonderful! Yeah. How wonderful is this? Because I remember when we were talking about this before, with regard mm. to making a career transition, you really wanted to be within a team environment because yes. running your own business sometimes can get a little bit lonely because yes. you know, it's it's all on you. But now mm. being within a supportive environment within a butchery and having a team mm. who who love what you love as well, that's going to be so mm. rewarding, isn't it? Yes, I think I, I am. I'm looking forward to it. I really am. I'm, I'm yeah. looking for. I love working with butchers too. Mm-hmm. I think it's a. They're all so nice. They're all down to earth. Mm-hmm. They, um, they're really they're dedicated mm-hmm. to the industry. They're ded- dedicated to their products, and yeah. So I, I'm looking forward to it very much. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, well, I, I wish you yeah. success because they're lucky to have you because you're going to get really good. Oh, thank you. you. And I'm sure that you'll oh, thank you, Jane. Lots of new new sauces and marinades and just wonderful things oh, that thank will, you. will wet everybody's taste buds. And um, oh, I, thank I, you. I, I, I hope so. Recommend, yeah. I can highly recommend uh, people to get your book as well. I will have um, the link to your book in the mm-hmm. show notes uh, on uh, janejacksoncoach.com forward slash podcast, and you'll be able to find uh, Phil's interview and um, all the links yeah. you find Phil as well. Is there anything mm. else that you would like to leave us with? Any any gems of wisdom? My advice is if, if you're a meat lover and you love to cook meat, feel free to experiment. If you're going to pan fry or grill on a high heat to get that nice crispy brown exterior and then lower the heat to gently cooking the interior of the meat of your steak, and that's the key. It's, it comes in two parts. High, high heat to get a nice brown exterior and lower the heat to gently cook your interior. Mm-hmm. And the braised dishes, cook them long and slow and extract that gelatin into the meat and into the sauce. For those of you who love meat, love cooking meat, good luck on your meat cooking journey. 
Thank you, Jane. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. And <laughs> thank, thank you. you. Thank you for, for yeah. sharing your story as well and your cooking tips. If you enjoy Your Career Podcast, please hop over to iTunes and leave a review because that's how we get to reach more people. And if you need help in your career, go to www.thecareersacademy.online where you'll be able to find lots of online programs as well as one-on-one coaching with me. See you soon. If you enjoyed this episode of Your Career Podcast, I invite you to check out my career success program at thecareersacademy.online. The Career Success Program is the original program that uniquely provides 24-7 on-demand career support and fortnightly live career coaching sessions to keep you on track to reach your career goals. It is the essential resource for anyone who wants to manage their career effectively, make a career change and land the job they'll love. Whether you're in exploration mode or seeking a new career direction and need help to make it a reality, the Career Success Program is for you. Not only do you get access to my step-by-step roadmap to navigate your career crossroads, my extensive training library and exclusive members-only discounts and tools, you'll also become part of my supportive community of professionals who will help you with feedback, encouragement and advice. All this and more makes the Career Success Program the number one place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow their career. Check it out and join me at thecareersacademy.online.